Electricast. Hey, it's Jobeth. It's Liz. Are we not doing this on GarageBand? Nope, not doing this on GarageBand. This is Air Quote Law Pod with a special, <laughs> unedited, raw, quickie, like a quickie <clears throat> you'd have in a fucking convenience store bathroom. And we are coming at you with a hot live topic. Um, yeah, I really should have said gas station bathroom there, but you know, they're, they're usually connected to each other. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we so had to get this out like now while it's topical. And while we're hot about it, because it's some shenanigans. We're always hot. Right here in our backyard. Um, so anybody who's listening from outside of Maryland is going to have no context to this other than some of the shenanigans going on on Twitter surrounding this, but Apparently, uh, we have learned about some horseshit and happy, happily have the, the terms here of an employment, conditional employment policy for the Benji's Drive-In Theater uh, in, in Baltimore. Can I, give a quick, can I give a quick quick rundown of what Benji's is? Yeah, yeah, because it's in your backyard. Yeah, it is. So I've actually only been there once, um, but it's it's a staple. I, they claim they're like one of the last drive-in movie theaters. I think, I don't know how true that is, but they have been around for a long time. Like they are a big community staple. You know, I feel like everyone in the area kind of knows where it is. And I mean, there aren't a lot of drive-in movie theaters. And I think maybe they boast they have like the biggest screen in the U.S. Yeah, that's what the, the one of their Coast. claims is. Okay. Yeah. And I went once. Um, it was kind of, it was not great because it was like the hottest day of the summer and I was like super pregnant and not thrilled, but my husband really wanted to go. And I was like, oh, maybe it'll be fun, but you can, you can't, you gotta, you can't have your car like running or your lights on. And so it drains your battery. If you have the AC on, I don't know, but anyway, I, I will tell you that their customer policies and we'll get into the employment shit here soon, which is the reason for this episode, but their customer policies are 100% responsible for my one and done ship there as well. Yeah, they, when you go in there, I was like, this is like going in to a totalitarian state because of course it's a drive-in. So yeah, you pay per car or per person, I think. No, I think you pay per car. Um, and like you have to cover your headlights. If you have running lights, you're supposed to cover them, which makes sense because it's a movie screen. But when you go in, there are signs everywhere reminding you to do this. You are not allowed to bring in any snacks. They will look in your car. If you have any outside snacks, you will be fined or asked to leave. There are a whole bunch of signs about how you need to drive, what you need to do. And there are announcements before the movie. They always play like two or three movies in a row between each movie. And it, it just feels very much like Big Brother telling you how to enjoy your movie. You can only get snacks here and you can only drive here and park here and if you need a radio you have to do all these things um like you can rent a radio if you want to sit outside of your car on a blanket but there are so many specifics it is a lot of work to go and watch a movie because between all the signs and all the announcements you're like when do I get to actually enjoy this and they're checking your car 
like you're at some oh yeah they're, they got point. people walking through like making sure like i guess if you were to manage to sneak in your own food and they catch you eating something that they don't sell at the snack bar they're probably going nuts on you yeah i think you get kicked out and but you'd have to wait till the end of this show because you can't leave in the middle of a movie oh yeah like because you gotta wait until there's a you know like if you have young kids there because they usually i think they do like a like a like a kid movie or a cartoon early and then you know they get progressively more uh involved in the in the the shenanigans as the day goes on but like yeah so if you just want to see there you you can't leave early you got to roll out in between the movies and all this other shit like there's all these rules and everything like that um but I, so now there's this beef because I guess it was once public and now they've taken it down off of their website because they're going to start back up in the summer or the spring, June or whatnot. So I guess they're trying to recruit their people and yeah. the, the, the internet caught fire with these conditions of employment, some of which makes sense. Okay. Like the first one on here is be at work on time, ready to meet and greet the public. Cause that's presumably the job. If you don't show up for work, it'll be understood that you've quit with no notice. Um, I, I, that seems that, a little harsh. It's a little harsh, but I get it. Okay. If the expectation on, cause here's the thing, you and I, we run a 365 business or however many actual days of the weekday there are. So it's, it's a little different that if somebody's late or if something happens or whatnot, you know, we're, we're creating long-term relationships with our employees, not to say that in a temp setting, you need to treat your people like shit, but presumably this is a place that's open, what, from June to August, maybe September. So it's like a short stint. All right. So I guess that like, if you were to go get a job at the beach, I'm sure that many of those, like a summer job at the beach I'm sure that many of those places probably have a no call, no show, no job policy. And I understand it because it's a sprint, not a marathon. All right. That one I get. Yes. A a little harsh. Um, Ones I don't like, ones that I am certain, even though I don't handle any employment law, violate I don't know whether they're, e- again, I, I'm going to show how little I know about employment law here, but we must be able to reach you by phone on short notice. No, no, I am scheduled to work. And that is when I am scheduled to work. The only, there are no reason, movie theater emergencies. The only fucking yeah. reason that you should be reaching me outside of hours is if we've become friendly, which my understanding is, is that the owner of this establishment is kind of a douche, so he probably doesn't have any friends. But <laughs> let, let's say that there's like a huge snowstorm. I'm going to obviously want to reach all of my people and say, hey, it's cool if you're late tomorrow, or we're going to be closed tomorrow, or whatever. If there is a change to their plans, not a, hey, fucker, I need you in here now. Like, that's just... Yeah. There have you been know, times when I worked when I worked retail and they have called and they've been like, we're short. Do you want to pick up an extra shift? But there's no expectation to answer your phone. Nor is there a, a requirement that you say yes. No, it's just like you want to make a little more cash this week and come in. Like, yeah, which, you know, some weeks you do. If you need time off from work, you must give 17 days written notice. What the fuck is that? 17. What 17. is this like the dude's favorite number? 
Uh, maybe it's his favorite number. Maybe it's an alphabet thing. Seven Q is the seventeenth letter of the alphabet. Maybe he's a fucking QAnon guy because apparently Ooh. in some of these like like message boards and shit, using the number seventeen is code for being QAnon. I I, I learned that from somewhere. It's 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 weird. And then, and like, that's the other thing is you are on paragraph. call. This all is the, the time. problem. This one's the problem that actually leads into the must be able to reach you. Important in bold, all capitals. And this has been retweeted on our Twitter. So you can see this. If the employee schedule is completed and you see that you are not scheduled for certain days on the completed schedule, comma, all bold, all caps, you are still expected to come into work if you are called. That's ridiculous. It's like, there are times when you can be on call. Like my husband used to have to be on call like one month. Part of the job description. It was part of the job description. And, you know, it was important to know when he was on call because that meant, okay, if we're going to go away for a weekend, we're not going to go away on an on-call weekend. But if it's not his weekend and they called him and said, hey, we have something, he had every right to say, no, no, thank you. And, and that's commensurate, I'm sure, with the, the money that he's being paid. He's pay, being paid probably for more responsibilities. That was probably yes. something where when he first started there and was a nine to five or insert the range of hours there, he was just a nine to five. Well, actually, well, then when he was doing that, they added the on call, but it, you got more money. It was like it, you got, I think, a couple hours just for being on call. And then if you actually had to go in, you got paid for four hours minimum, no matter what you did. So sometimes he'd only go in for an hour and he got paid for four. Was it optional? And I don't mean the going in, but I mean, the the juncture in his employment in which they said, hey, we're going to need you on call from time to time. And here's what you'll get. I don't think so. But I don't think it was like out of the blue. Like, I think it was a part part of that. Um, I think he always had that, but it took them a while to kind of have a good system, but it would be one month he was on call or one weekend. I forget because he doesn't do that anymore um, since he got uh, promoted. Um, But yeah, it's like if you were on call, you got a call and you were expected to come in at some point, either that day or the next day, and you'd get paid for at least four hours no matter how long you were there. I mean, if you were there more, you'd get, you know, more, but it wasn't like a surprise. Like you knew and you got paid for it and you were knowledgeable that like this was part of your job and you knew it wasn't like every day was like, he knew if we wanted to go away and it was his on-call weekend, he just swapped with someone because you couldn't go out of town. But, you know, it wasn't like this where it's like every single day you're on call. That's ridiculous. That means you can never go out of town. You can never make concrete plans. You can never, you know, go to someone's wedding. Like what? Yeah. It's just it's, nuts. It, the, the, this, this shit goes on and on and on. Like you, you, the, the best chunk is really page two of this thing. It starts with number seven. And there's some real doozies in all of this. And again, not an employment lawyer. I am confident that some of this violates rules and laws. Um, um, and it does definitely violate the official standard of feeling douchey. 
Yeah, for, for sure. Um, my, my favorite though, and this is the one that if you happen to work here, have worked in the past, have any sort of insider information, this is what I want to know. All right. So DM us if you want privacy, email us airquotelawpod at gmail.com, whatever it is, get in touch with us because I need to know about this. Um, I, I'm going to read the whole bullet point here even though I'm going for what's at the end, because I, I don't understand, I especially don't understand why the kicker here at the end is nested within this bullet point. So I think it's fair yeah. to read this and, whole thing. And um, also I'm going to insert a caveat is unless you've signed some sort of non-disclosure, which I doubt they, you did, but maybe, I mean, as long as what you're saying is true, you can go ahead and share it. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm sure you signed something in shenanigans and we're lawyers and you can contact us at, at, under the, the guise of counsel. And those things don't apply to sharing them with counsel for, for something you know, of that nature. It just may limit our ability after we've reviewed it to share your uh, statements on a future podcast. And we will certainly respect that and we'll do nothing to get you in trouble. But um, so this is bullet point two of paragraph seven. No, paragraph eight, I'm sorry, which paragraph eight is there are many other rules that will come in play after you're hired, including our employee manual. Here are examples of the ground rules that are enforced here and applicants are expected to comply. So we're going to give you all these other crazy rules, but we're not going to tell you about some other crazier rules that are coming later. Um, any rules changed, altered, or added after you are hired must be adhered to and will be enforced. I, I do believe from a contractual standpoint, there's some not validity there of, hey, 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 all the rules that are here and then reference some document that only you have control over does not a contract make. But so after that bullet point number two here, not numbered, but the second bullet point, and again, I'm going to read this in its entirety because as it stands, it's weird that all of this is lumped together under one bullet point on a page with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 bullet points. Here we go. No body piercing adornments other than up to two earrings, one in each ear. Tattoos must weird. be covered by clothing, gloves, or bandages, or management approved methods. I don't this think that's weird either. This is, well, again, it's that this last thing is tacked oh, on yeah, to yeah, yeah. this that's what makes this weird to me. This includes when you are arriving, departing, and during work, or at any time you are representing us. If you are in Benji's work attire, this would include off-site settings, period. All caps, you may not wear any attire that indicates the Benji's in any Royal Farm store. So for those who don't know, Ariel, you look uh, quizzical. She's, she's just <laughs> chuckling like, cause she, she has not read this. She's just getting drug into, Hey, we're doing a bonus episode. Get on the fucking call. Um, so a Royal Farm, Royal Farms for those I, I of you. This is, this is for our, yeah. for, for the, the variety international. of international listeners that we have. Yeah. Our international listeners is. or even our non like East coast uh people i don't even think it goes all the way up and down the east coast but royal farms is they're a kind of a localish chain of um some of them are gas stations some of them are not but it's kind of like you know a 7-eleven type situation other um, other examples that you might have depending on where you are in the country would be a, a wawa sheets. a sheets yes. um Wawa's i'm local, still I just think. hitting the east coast ones here um <laughs> 
I would imagine out West that Terribles probably has some shit like this where, where there's like a uh, Circle K probably, yeah. 7-Eleven. Um, and their thing is they're pretty popular because they're known for their chicken. Their fried chicken is, uh, you know, supposed to be one of the better fried chickens. Even Liz, though I don't I- want to know about the chicken. I want to know about this beef. I know. Uh, There's some beef so going bad. on here with Benji's and Royal Farms. Yeah. And- so I think we, we should- know what it is, but, uh, but plug for their chicken. It's real good. I mean, we should mention that this place has absolute Royal Farms and this movie theater have literally nothing to do with each other. So what I think it is, is, is one there's across a Royal the street from Farms. There? Yeah. So, um, and this was when, cause we, this kind of became a whirlwind today where we were talking about it a couple hours ago and now we're doing this episode, but um, my husband was commenting that, and he's more in tune with like the local goings on than I am, but there's a Royal Farms across the street. And I guess they have some light, a light up sign that shines towards Benji's. And Benji's does not like that. So that's the issue, I believe. Oh, it's not see. a legitimate issue. And, okay, so. And I can look this up while you keep reading. I, I, I'm definitely looking at the mappy map here. And it looks like the back of the screen, the Royal Farms is behind and like at a 45 degree angle away from the back of the screen. So, oh, they won a lawsuit back in like 2012. Who did? Benji's. Uh, this is an old article. Benji's Drive-In is awarded $838 in suit against Royal Farms. Now, this article okay. is from 2012, but basically, oh, so let's, let's do the math from 2012 money to today. That's still not like a grand. But okay, that's also they lost money on the attorney. They sure as fuck did. Eight hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars. Oh, eight hundred thirty-eight thousand. I thought you said eight hundred. You said eight hundred. <laughs> oh, I I do this all the time with numbers. I am so bad with like saying numbers. Eight hundred thirty-eight thousand. Um, the neighboring Royal Farms um lights were a nuisance that interfered with the business. So. Yeah, um, there was a four-hour deliberation, and I mean, I guess a jury agreed um, because he thought the fate of the theater would rest on the outcome of the trial. And what a fucking um, drama! Yeah, and then he uh, said it makes our future look a little brighter, which you know. That's Except like a pun because they made them turn out the lights or something. Yeah. Every so, civilian I have spoken to about this case since 2008 has reacted the same way the jury did, um, said Benji's attorney. So who is Benji's um, attorney? Um, T. Ray McCurdy. Did he come directly out of like the 1920s? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which I mean, you know, that attorney clearly did a good job. And, you know, that's the thing is that anytime an attorney wins something, you know, sometimes you have to separate. Did that attorney do the job that they were hired to do? And then think about, was it ethical? And like, you know, I mean, this, I don't think this is a big ethical issue. So good job for that dude. You know, So do you think 
that as a result of this, that there is some sort of, I don't know, like a, almost like a, like a peace order or something against Benji's or their employees from stepping foot into a Royal farms. Like, do you think that they got a little turf war sort of thing going on here, which is why they are, this is more of a warning to employees of don't wear your shit in Royal farms or you're going to get roughed up. No, you know, like if you, you know, with, with like Snoop Dogg, you know, he, he's gonna, he can't wear that shit in blood territory or he's going to get fucking dropped. If anyone knows, is this a hat? No one knows. The bloods and the crips here, like Benji's in the Rofo. I'm team Rofo because I want some of that chicken. I'm team fuck this weird employment agreement because. Yeah, let's go back to that. Half this shit's gotta be illegal. If you work in food service, you can't wear nail polish. What? Why? All clothing or equipment must be turned in before your last paycheck's been received. Any willfully inflicted damage on items returned, which sounds pretty fucking subjective, uh, will be charged to the employee at the retail replacement price, also probably illegal. Any items Mm -hmm. not returned will be the cost to replace the unreturned items, probably illegal-ish and i'm just going to go out on a limb and um guess and again this is an um um it you know it talks about all attire and styles i'm i am just going to go out on a limb here and guess that some of these policies may not favor uh people who are not white Oh, I'm sure that's the case. Here's here's the last one. This is the one. That, this is one on here that. Um, but again, I don't know that for the record. I would just I would just guess when you're talking about certain hairstyles yeah. that like uh, which ones are you coming for really? So the last thing in these bullet points on 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 item seven, this is definitely not something that flies. Um, and we got, we already, cause we kind of got into this a little bit on Twitter and had a workers comp attorney here in Maryland chime in. Um, if there are any accidents or inner injuries, or as a result of any unlawful or reasonable act, you, the, number one, the, the fucking grammar and syntax in this thing is also horseshit. Like I'm not perfect when it comes to the English language, arguably I'm not even great, but this is trash. This like is even bad. The, yeah, it's bad. <clears throat> Uh, you must submit to immediate drug testing. No, if you're injured at work, that is not a requirement, okay? Failure to comply means you give up any rights of recourse, damages, or litigation against this company. Also not true. Yeah. So we should just go there in the summer and like drop our business cards? Well, I already responded to that attorney who already reached out to us on on Twitter. Um hey, you should geofence this place for for workers' comp injuries. And then I was like, nah, because the employees are not allowed to have their cell phones on them, which is also, I mean, I kind of understand that, especially because one element of the establishment that they run there, and clearly they've won a three quarters of a million dollar lawsuit about light pollution. So cell phones and light pollution, let's let's get, you know, also the distracting element of it is a thing. Um, but the one about them getting drafted i think we have to go back to that one yeah so it's basically says that they're you know allowed free movies um but if you are at the movie and you're needed to work you can be drafted (laughs) 
Christ almighty. Yeah, like like one of the benefits, so to speak, of working there is that you can come see movies for free. I feel like that's the benefit of working at any movie theater is that you want free movies. It's a fucking trap door at Benji's because you may get fucking Shanghai there. Into ah, You're here. I guess you've put yourself, you literally have put yourself at the top of the list of be available by phone or come to the theater so we can tell your ass you got to work. And that's and the bet, only time you can have your phone at the theater. And I bet one, oh, yeah. So how do you go to the theater if you're not allowed to have your phone, but you need to always have your phone? Hmm. And I bet one of those, how this references that, hey, we have a bunch of wacky other fucking policies once you work here. I bet if you show up to see a movie while you're off, you are required to have your work clothes in the car with you just in case you get drafted, soldier. Yeah, like this is this shit is wild. Hate these people. And I'll wonder, never go. Yeah, I mean, I wonder <clears throat> how this will affect them because they do very well. I mean, during the pandemic, they were one of the only places you could go and see movies because you could socially distance in your car. So I imagine they have a good bit of money. But All right, I here's mean, what I want. This is a call to action. All right. I'm yeah. looking at this map right now. And this is a call to action to somebody with a boat. All right. There is <laughs> the person a person listening from the pond. Yeah. The, 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 you all over there that are listening for, from some rev, My parents have a boat. I got in a the boat. middle of Kansas. So here's what we need to do with that boat. We need to get it into whatever body of water this is, some sort of inlet from the Chesapeake Bay. Okay. And we need to get boat our way up there to, I guess it starts at the middle river. Well, that's, that makes sense. And then there's a, a, a frog mortar Creek, which I'm hoping we don't need like uh, little paddles or something or lime house cove. Hopefully we can get there by boat, but we need to take a boat and a crew of people with high powered fucking flashlights and go to that water and just fuck with shit. We can not do doing this until June. What's that? We can do this. My family has a boat and high powered flashlights are easy to come by. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. I just feel like the owner's not going to be able to deal with it. And then we're going to have these poor. Like, no, trust me. The owner's always there. Okay. My he is the, the one on this the, does all the announcements yeah. and shit yes but we need to do like a big ass fucking bat symbol or something yeah this is a and also it you know if you're in that area i suggest you frequent the royal farms across the street because yeah. that will just feel kind of like a fuck you and if you yeah. do go to benji's for whatever reason please wear a royal Farms shirt i know they sell them sometimes I, not that I plan to go back to, to Benji's. Yeah, I, I don't again, think anyone's both. going to Benji's after. No, this. but I don't I don't live too far from there. So in theory, I am in that area sometimes because that's where the good Walmart is. All right, here's the deal. If anybody, and this is really, I'm going out on a limb here, so I'm not expecting anybody to actually respond to this. But if anybody happens to have a, a vehicle that is wrapped Royal Farms, I, I will go to Benji's and I will I would like to drive it or I will pay your tickets to take me to Benji's just so that I can fucking, you know, fire up my 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 GoPro and just see what kind of fucking reaction we get. Sounds wonderful. 
This, yeah, this is, I want this has all been of another the episode of Messing with Sasquatch. <laughs> so yeah, we want to hear your comments. If you're an employment lawyer, reach out to us. We'd love to chat more about this. If you work somewhere else in the world that has weird, shady, probably unethical or illegal employee, employer sort of practices, We'd love to talk about it on the air. Again, you don't have to come on. We don't have to mention you by name. We could talk very generally about your situation. Email us, airquotelawpod at gmail.com. If you, everything is, is, is we're not going to name any names unless you tell us to. Um, you know, we're not looking to get anybody in trouble here other than shitty employers that have shitty employee policies. Um, but we're not employment lawyers, so we're not going to sue anybody on your behalf. We could probably refer you to somebody. I know a couple. You know some, right? Um, but yeah, yeah we, t- we all know people. Yeah, tell us tell us all your weird employee story, employee employer stories. Um, hell, with full confidentiality, if you are an employer who has been sued because of some policy that maybe inadvertently. You thought that it was in good faith and it happened to be illegal and you've since changed it. Um, again, we're not going to blow up your spot, especially if you've already changed it. Let, let's let's talk about weird shit. Um, you know, so there's some sort of law twist on this. This has actually been a, a, a 100% law related podcast. Yeah, it's not about an area of law that we know. but <laughs> that, That'll um... do it. <laughs> let's talk all day about shit we don't know. But... Yeah. Um, and if you're in the local area, which I imagine most of our listeners are, because that's that's where we are, um, you know, circulate this one around because I feel like a lot of um, people in the Baltimore area are invested. So even if people don't want to listen to our podcast, if you see someone talking about this, I mean, you know, send, send it over. And look, maybe we're wrong. So if your email or DM to us is "fuck you," this is why you're wrong. We're we're all about listening to it. We're a bunch of open-minded folks here. We think we're right here, but hey, I'd love to see your angle if you think that we're wrong. Why not? We'll still send you stickers if you put an address in there. No hate, peace and love. Yeah. We good. This was this was impromptu and last minute, so certainly no questions from the jury today. We've we've asked questions to the jury, so uh, come on, let's go. Let's see what you think. Tell us something. Oh, I just found this on Twitter. There's a a photo <laughs> of apparently a condom dispenser in a bathroom. At least that's what I'm assuming. And it says the management of Benji's Drive-In Theater does not condemn or condone the use of this product. This product was placed here out of public health concerns. The only real protection against AIDS virus or STDs is abstinence. So um, we know a little bit more about who Mr. Benji probably votes for. Um, (laughs) And that's where we are. So anything else, anybody, or are we adjourned? I think, I think that's it. Until next time, enjoy the bonus episode and tell friends. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews.
Electricast. Welcome, explorers of the human experience. This is Let's Talk Soul, and I'm your host, Claudia Monicelli. We're not afraid of the great mysteries of existence here. Soul versus consciousness, we're on it. Spirituality versus science, we've got that covered too. Join us in navigating these profound topics with wisdom, curiosity, and a dash of audacity. Whether you're a spiritual veteran or just starting your journey, Let's Talk Soul is your passport to the unknown. Let's Talk Soul, diving into the depths of the human spirit. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Electric Acid.